0: Mess it up podcast where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy.
1: Welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. I am the Viker chick, and
0: I am the Bowtie tie guy, and we're here to take messages and turn them into messages, messages. Even that is for not, you easy. To say. It's not easy. It's, it's not easy. It seems like it should be easier, but it really isn't that easy to say. So uh, this week we have a word of the week, as we always do, and the week of the uh, word is the week word. Man, see, maybe, maybe I should have started this show up. <laughs> maybe I forced Christina to do it, and it's it's come back to bite me. Now um, our word of the week, which we have every week, a word of the week. The word of the week this week is conniving. Mm. And uh, to connive is to pretend ignorance, or to fail to take action against someone or something that uh, ought to oppose. That, that that's weird. That's that's the in- intransitive verb. Um, to be indulgent or in secret sympathy so uh i like that too or to cooperate secretly or have a secret understanding um basically it's being a sneaky turkey
1: yeah it is yeah
0: and yeah. and plotting i was thinking that you know the hands ha, 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 and the guy with the curly mustache you know the conniving you planning you
1: have and, a much better visual of this word than i do
0: oh maybe maybe i'm too conniving Maybe. Mm, Maybe. Wow, that's a that's a bad thing. Well, um, we are here. It is January, and um, barely, and it's super, super exciting. Uh, one of the reasons that I love January is because it's right before February, and when February comes, it is birthday month for Captain Bowtie Guy, and so I'm just super, duper, duper excited about that. So, um... Anyhow, we're coming up on When's
1: that. your birthday, Paul? My you birthday know you is want February 22nd.
0: It. And I'm 22. conniving uh, for everyone to uh, have some fun with me on my birthday.
1: You know what? I would love everybody to send Paul an email on his birthday <gasps> and tell him happy birthday. It's 222. Paul will be 51. And I would love to see him get 51 emails for his 51st birthday. That would be
0: so cool. At least. You know. Be the dude on on the Facebook like, you know, hey, this guy wanted to have everybody send him a birthday card. And it's probably not true or anything like that. But I I don't have a a sad story um, other than. I want birthday cards. Yes. That's kind of pathetic, but um, just
1: email it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So it'd be Bowtie Guy at MessItUpPodcast dot com, or if you want the interns to deliver it, so that way I get a little extra joy, you can send it to info
1: at MessItUpPodcast dot com now. And the email you would not send it to? Well, unless you want it to be super secret. No. Oh. The email you would not send it to is bikerchick at messituppodcast.com.
0: Because then she'd have to forward it to bowtieguy at mess mess up up podcast podcast dot com, And that's and a I, whole lot of messituppodcast.com. But I'm
1: willing to do it. Aww. So if you like me better and just want to say something to me first.
0: And honestly, don't most of us like Christina better? Yeah. Yeah. Of course.
1: <laughs> um, then, yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. It's
0: always fun. Always fun. Yeah. Um... We are, um, I I sometimes forget to mention the social media stuff, so I want to mention it here. If you go to Instagram and find us on Instagram, it's MessItUpPodcast.com. You'll see pictures and stuff that we put up. Uh, Sometimes we take some pictures from when we're recording, and um, you can get to see all sorts of different angles on the studio, and um, maybe sometimes the interns might sneak into the background. You have to look for those. Um, And... I don't know. Right now, I am having my picture taken, so I had to kind of pause. He's I don't know why I had to pause. Apparently, I can't have my picture taken while my mouth is moving, which is a lie because there's so many pictures of me, and my mouth is always moving. But if you want to go on Instagram and find us, we are on Instagram. We're also on Twitter, so please go and tweet and retweet stuff. Um, we've gotten a lot of retweets from listener Carrie. She is like a tweeting machine, so uh, try to catch up to Carrie if you can. Nice. And we're also on uh, Facebook. So that's where we announce where the show comes out and all that. Uh, We try to put some stuff on the Facebook every week. So please, um, you know, check those things out. It makes us feel good. Joining the conversation, um, we always use the hashtag TuneInTuesday. Yeah. And uh, sometimes... I like to give away Starbucks uh, because people have been interacting with our social media. So uh, if you're a person who enjoys Starbucks or if you don't enjoy Starbucks but you have a friend who does, you can gift your card to them (gasps) and they'll think you're amazing. Yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah. So check that out. Um, We're all over the place on social media. It's just lots and lots of fun.
1: And we're just all over the place. (laughs) We are
0: a little bit. Um, So uh, it's exciting for me when we do shows. And it's really exciting for me when I get um, some quotes. I have um, uh, a quote here that I got from uh, Josh um, in my uh, prison fellowship ministry. And he loves uh, Ravi Zacharias. Um, and he gave me this one uh, the other day. It said, ultimately, you don't end up without meaning because you're tired of pain. You end up without meaning when you've exhausted pleasure and found it still doesn't bring you happiness. Mm, and for sense. so long, I chased, well, I still do. I those those moments of joy to try to make me happy because of something that I'm, you know, just seeking pleasure in whatever it is. And ultimately, I think... Any addiction is trying to seek pleasure in some way, shape or form. It might not be the same pleasure that I get, you know, from shopping or from drinking or whatever. But it's still trying to find something to to make pleasure, even if pleasure is just masking the pain that I'm feeling. Yep. And it's always hollow. I mean, it it just doesn't work because I remember how happy I was when my team won. A Stanley Cup, you know, they win the championship. Right. Well, then next year you start off and you're, you know, everybody's nothing. And a couple of years ago, I was on top of the world because my team was winning championships, and now we're like one of the worst teams in the entire league. It changes so quickly, and and where is that happiness? It's like, it, does it last forever? No, it doesn't. It's no. it's always fleeting. And the things that I think that I want aren't going to do it forever, even if it does it for now.
1: Right. That is very true.
0: I was incarcerated several years ago, and back then I thought, okay, what do I really want right now? Well, I'd like to be with my family. Um, I'd like to have a bowl of cinnamon life cereal. Okay, those those were the things that would have made me happy right then and right there. Now I can be here and have access to my family, have access to all the cinnamon life cereal I can afford. And I still find reasons to grumble and complain, to feel bad, of course. to be depressed, right? to feel sad. So the things that I think are going to make me happy, even if they do make me happy for that instant, aren't, they aren't the key. No, they're not. What is the key? Well, I was going to, I was going to give that one to you because I've been talking so Beat long. Beat you. Ah. <laughs> so the key for me is, is found in Christ. I mean, when I did everything I could to make myself happy in the world, I still wasn't happy enough. It wasn't enough. When I was addicted to pornography, one picture wasn't enough. I had to look at more and more right. and more. And then that wound into other people getting hurt because it wasn't enough to satisfy me. And for people who get involved with drugs or alcohol, that first drink might be enough, but it doesn't last. You nope. you have to keep doing more and more yep. and more to get to that same place where you were. And... Uh, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was JP Morgan or uh, Getty that was asked, or maybe Rockefeller, but how much money do you really need? And he said, always $1 more, just one more dollar would be enough. And you can never get that because once you get it, then you want the next one. Right. And there is no satisfaction in life without Christ for me. Absolutely. I have to be buried in Christ to be to find satisfaction.
1: Right. Absolutely. I concur. 100%. Yeah. Yes.
0: (laughs) Christina's letting me talk a lot today. So, um,
1: Uh, well, you're summarizing it very, very well. I mean, there's, uh, I could, I could pile on top of that a bunch of the same stuff. You know, there are things that um, I think are going to fill that void. You know, that are going to make me happy that are going to bring contentment that are going to do all that. But that that source of foundational happiness that that centering that grounding all come from Christ. There's nothing outside of him that can, you know, we talked about him being the foundation and the mountain, you know, he's, he's a solid footing underneath us, but he's also what keeps us from wobbling. Um, He's the one that keeps us standing up straight and solid. So he's everything.
0: Yeah. I was listening, you know, at the beginning of the year, every year, um, the radio station, listen to k Love does a 30 day challenge and they challenge you to spend 30 days getting closer to Christ, either through reading or prayer or, or whatever, or, you know, listening to more Christian music or whatever it happens to be. And I was thinking to myself, wow, last year I did the 30 day challenge, but I'm on day like, you know, 370 of my 30 day challenge because I've let it roll into the next year yes. and just continue to do that. And I found such Peace and satisfaction in just resting in Christ and knowing that, that he's going to take care of it. Because when I'm doing it, that's me saying, Christ, you're not good enough. As good as you are, you're not good enough to bring me the happiness, the satisfaction, the joy, the contentment, the success, the whatever it is that I'm chasing so desperately after. I don't think Christ can do it. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. And invariably, I fail. It feels like success because I'm holding on, but eventually those fingers get tired when I white-knuckle it and I fall.
1: Absolutely, because we just can't do it. Not at all. We don't have the strength.
0: Nope, not even close. Nope. But Jesus does. He does. He's so good that way. Well, um, speaking of strength, um, we have a, a song of the week that is going to kind of uh, deal with this whole idea of Christ and it is from Hillsong worship. It's what a beautiful name. And th- what a beautiful it, it name absolutely it is. is a beautiful name. So give it a listen. We'll be back on the other side of the break to talk about it. What a beautiful name. It is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name.
1: So here's another one of my top 14 songs. We're
0: hitting the, the top 14 we list
1: are, because they're amazing and I love them. And there's just so much about this song that I could talk about. Um, the very opening line gets me mm-hmm. because it just screams Jesus. You know, you are the word at the beginning, one with God, the Lord most high, uh, your hidden glory and creation now revealed in you are Christ. <gasps> it's just all Jesus right from the get-go and I just love it, love it, love it, love it. And, um, we'll get to the controversial line in just a minute, but there's just so much about this song. Um, I'm trying to get to the other, the heavens are roaring. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the sound of that? Cause like when you stop and think about what roar is, it's not a timid little, Hey, we're mm-hmm. going to sit in, you know, our comfy little Baptist church, which I do and sing quietly You know, maybe get a little louder volume-wise. Like, it's a roar. Yeah, I
0: think about the big touchdown in the Super Bowl and the crowd just going stupid.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine heaven roaring? I mean, that's just a... I love picture words Mm -hmm. and just the the loudness of that visual, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah. But it's just like I see tumbling clouds, you know, that are just black. That, That roar of a thunderstorm. Yeah. You know, there's just immense power in that. there's just so much I mean it's just a praise song it's a beautiful beautiful praise song yeah
0: when when you mentioned the roar I was thinking and this will tell you a little bit about my age but uh, my Dodger fan and so in 1988 we won the World Series and I was watching from my apartment in college and the door was open because it was you know the fall but it's Southern California so it wasn't cold and when we won the game People just came spilling out into the courtyard of my apartment, screaming and yelling. And it was just a big party with strangers and we were all screaming, and yelling. That pales yeah, in comparison to what it's going to be like, you know, with Jesus, just that excitement and that, that joy that yes. that's just going to fill it um for me uh, there's again several lines that stick out as you said but the one that I uh, one of the ones that I really like is right before that heaven's rolling you silence the boast
1: mm. of sin
0: and grave yes. and i know yes. that my life has shown victory to sin in the past right. where sin could boast and say I did this to you and every time somebody announces or introduces themselves like hi I'm you know Joe Blow and I'm a whatever their addiction is I'm like no you are a loved blessed follower of Christ and you've got a struggle but that's not who you are I don't give sin that victory and that boast and Jesus is the one who silenced it He yes. was like excuse me me right. I'm here now mm-hmm. this is my guy and I'm, I'm his guy. I'm, you know, he looks at me at a boy, Paul Yeah. way to go. So proud of you. And it's just, it's amazing. And it's that powerful. And that just gets reiterated and what a powerful name it is. This is one of my favorite songs to play. I'm getting the Jesus bumps right now, all yeah. the way down to my knees. Yeah. Um, When we do this song, it gets kind of quiet and then it comes blasting back in. And I always remember at Easter a couple years ago we were in a big community setting and we had an actual drum riser. And so I climbed up on the drum riser and just jumped off of that to hit that note coming down. And it's just the power and just the you know, just I don't have a better word than power. Power is a good word. He is there and it's just, it's amazing. Now, you were talking about a controversial line. I was like, tell me more about a controversial line. I I had not heard the controversy because I avoid controversy because I'm so, you know, non-controversial.
1: But I didn't know this one. Um, So I ran across a couple different blog posts that talk about, um, well, I ran across one and then, of course, I clicked on it and then others popped up. And um, there we go down that rabbit hole. But there's a line in the song that says, you didn't want heaven without us, which to me is the most beautiful line in the entire song. I love the fact that God loved me so much not to leave me separated from him. Right. Um, But the biggest one I heard was that makes God sound needy. He didn't want heaven without us. Like he needed to fix it so that we were there. And no, that's not true. God was in perfect relationship before we were even created or thought of or or anything, right? It was God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus. That's what we believe in is the Trinity in my religion. And um, so for them to make that assumption that this line means that God is needy versus God was acting out of love for us. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not that God needed me there. It's that God loved me so very much. Yeah. That he didn't want me to miss out.
0: He wanted me more than anything else. Yeah. To be with him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. It is. It's. It's. Yeah. It's just and, and awesome. It, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it says, um, after that, you didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you brought heaven down. My sin was great. Your love was greater. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, you know, it's all about God and his need or, or, um, his neediness, I should say, but his love for me was greater than anything else.
0: Yeah. It, it, um, it, it tips the scales right over in his favor. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Which goes back to a couple of weeks ago where we talked about balance or lack thereof with God's love way out of balance. Yes. Yeah. Thankfully. Absolutely. Blessedly, praisedly, whatever itly. Yeah. God's um he's got it down. You know.
1: He does have it down. Yeah.
0: So I was gonna talk about something coming back after the the break and I, I thought of it and it, it completely slipped my mind Didn't and it I, poof. It 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 go bye bye. Um <laughs> But there was something that I heard about on the radio uh, a few weeks back, and I wanted to mention it, and um, I just found my note to myself about it. But there's a, a project called Someday Soon. It's the Someday Soon Foundation. And the idea of it is is um, we might not be whole right now. We might not have what we need right now, but someday soon we will and we can. And this was started by a person who was homeless, and now their purpose is to feed and provide for homeless people because you're not you don't have what you need right now but someday soon you might and you will and it made me think about the idea of what what am I missing right now but someday soon I will have what is God putting into my life what am I looking for what am I what are my needs or my wants uh, to to try to find some completion? And I'm not looking for the Sunday school answer of Jesus because we're both obviously looking for Jesus. But in a, a practical, earthly sense, are there things that I don't believe that I have right now, but I believe someday soon God is going to provide? Do you have a someday soon thing that you're looking at like okay God I know you're going to provide this for me I don't have it now but someday soon I will have it
1: I don't know what soon means huh. so I am i have no idea well I know what it means in my heart but I have no idea what it means in God's heart um, but the thing that I want more than anything in life is my husband to have a relationship mm-hmm. with Christ um, and I want that for his freedom in his heart And that's my someday soon. God has promised me that he has my my husband covered. I know that my husband is covered. Um, But that's my someday soon, is I want to be able to look at my husband and him have that, that peace in his eyes that Jesus provides. Yeah. But outside of that, in Christina land, where it's all about me, the thing that I want is a ministry to stand on. You know, I want mess it up and Faithful in My Mess, which is my outshoot of Mess It Up Ministries, I want all of that to blossom and grow. Mm-hmm. I asked my husband the other night, one of those little husband questions on Facebook. And I said, if I become famous for anything, what is it going to be? Oh, And he said, forgiving your speeches or whatever you call them. And so... For, for speaking my heart is what he meant. He knows that more than anything, I wanna be on a stage telling my story, uh, ministering to the heart of, of people, to let them know that um, you can conquer through Jesus anything that has been put in front of you, anything that is behind you mm-hmm. has already been conquered. You just have to stand on that. And he's with you moving forward through everything. And I wanna shout that from the rooftops and I want to make that a tangible reality in our lives because you know, Messed Up Ministries is a you and I thing. And so to see that come into fruition
0: yeah, would nice. be
1: absolutely incredible for me.
0: That is good. Um, you know, I have similar ones for the someday soon's. Um, I had recently not a, a come to Jesus meeting, but a, a good heart to heart talk with our son, who's an adult and who has struggles, and we're doing, we're we're trying to provide opportunities for him to find success, and it's it's difficult as parents to watch kids struggle. And I know my parents went through and my mom probably still does go through those struggles of seeing, you know, not where you wanted your little baby to be when they were born. And um, that's certainly true with our son. He's not where we would have picked for him to be at this point in life. But I, I just, I trust that God is going to, um, to continue to pave roads for him to travel on and it's up to him to travel on those roads but the way i see god work in my life is that he made these great beautiful roads and i decided to go boondocking and next thing i know i come up over a rise and there's another beautiful road right in front of me in the middle of nowhere bring me back to him mm-hmm. and I know he'll continue to throw those roads down in front of our son so that he can find his way back to um peace yes. and 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 know the joy that I have known through Christ and so that's that's a someday soon for me and it it doesn't always feel uh realistic mm-hmm. and then I look into the eyes of my guys on the inside. And I think,
1: right.
0: Yeah, this can happen.
1: There was a meme that I shared on, or a saying, I guess it's not completely a meme, but a saying that I shared on Facebook, um, a few weeks ago, I guess now, but it says, I still remember the days I prayed for the things I have now.
0: Yes. That's yeah. Those, those prayer journal things. I have a friend. Well, she's, uh, in heaven now, but she would write down prayers in her prayer journal and she would continue to pray for them, either asking for the blessing or giving thanks for the blessing for one full calendar year. It did not come out of her journal. So she prayed for it and the next day it happened. Thank you God for that for the next 364 days. Yeah. And, uh, it was just that idea of the constant, prayer. And it's so easy for me to want, get and forget and move on to the next one and not be thankful for the thing that was given. And, um, I need to be more thankful for those things and, and continuously thankful. So I, I like that, you know, remembering what I was asking for and why I was asking for it. And, and knowing, okay, God gave me this. And so that means that was God's favor on me. Right. And it doesn't end. It doesn't end with that one blessing.
1: So I'm really sporadic. I'm not consistent with pretty much anything. So I am trying to figure out how to organize my life in some sort of stable manner. Right. So that I can go, okay, look, I've tracked and I have prayed every day for the last 30 days for this one particular item. Um, because I know that most days I pray, like a stop prayer, like, hey, God, thank you for this, God, blah, 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 blah. Um, but there are days that I don't. And so now I'm just trying to figure out some sort of way to track my life so that I can look back in the prayer journal, tracking of life sort of way so I have tangible evidence of this is where I was at then, and this is where I'm at now? Because I can look back, and I was using um, the analogy of our path, right? So God only lights the next step, you know, he is mm-hmm. a lamp unto our feet, he lights the next step. But looking back, I can see the pathway pretty clearly. I can go, wow, that's where God moved that boulder there. That's where the road took a big twist right there. Like, I can look back in hindsight and see God's presence in so many different things. But it's all kind of intangible, 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 right? I can't, I can't really read it. I can't really touch it. I can't mm-hmm. really feel it. And so to me, I would love to move into a place where I was able to track those things and, and be able to read a journal a year ago that said, you know, even if it's just, I prayed, you know, wow, I prayed 31 days in January of last year for such and such. And then that prayer was answered, you know, in April of three years later.
0: Well, here's my challenge to, to you, Christina, to me, Paul, but to you now I'm pointing at the microphone. So this is pointing to the world, the Uh internet, Hashtag year of prayer. Pick one thing. I want everybody listening right now to pick one thing. Don't pick a bunch of things. Don't pick two things. Pick one thing and put it on your social media of choice. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you put things with the hashtag year of prayer and then hashtag MIU so we'll know it's a mess it up thing. And give us a status report on that prayer praying for it it got answered and then for the next year praising the answer or continuing the ask until you we get the answer and let's see those those prayers for a year and just track that one thing because my feeling is that there's going to be a lot more praise than ask right in this year yes. from people that you know we might not and and somebody might ask for an entire year and it might not they might not get that yes um, but my, my thinking is, is we're going to see a lot of praises and I know I'm going to be uplifted when I see your praises, yes. uh, for your prayers. Absolutely. And then I'm also going to know, Hey, I can pray for this, for this person.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know, the, the, the prayer of a righteous man is going to work. Yeah. And God is faithful in that. And he promises us that. And so I have no reason to doubt God.
1: That's right.
0: So I'm just going to go ahead and trust him. So hashtag your prayer. Hashtag MIU, let's see these things, and uh, let's get some things prayed for.
1: Hashtag, I'm impressed with you right now, Paul.
0: Hashtag, we messed it up. <laughs> that's <laughs> Well,
1: awesome.
0: that is, uh, that's pretty much the end of uh, this show. We, we, we've gotten to the point where it's becoming um, uh, one of those things where people are like, are they going to be done talking? Right. I've got to get inside. Talking? Someone right now, if you're this person, someone's sitting in their car, Waiting to go into somewhere, shopping, meeting, work, something. And just wanting us to finish. If that's you, hashtag it was me. Put it on our uh, our Facebook so page, funny. and I will send you a five dollars Starbucks card. Um, Scouts honor. So please, uh, tune in every week. Tell your friends about it. Email us. I'm Guy at MessItUpPodcast.com.
1: I'm Biker Chick at MessItUpPodcast.com.
0: The interns you know are info at MessItUpPodcast.com. Check us out on all of our social medias. Share the show and we will see you again next week.
1: That's right. See you next week.